0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show, ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray's Days, episode 127 of the show where I recap my week. If you're somebody that wants to get to know me, you want to follow my journey, Of trying to uh, survive as an artist, as a podcaster, as somebody who's creating things. uh, And hopefully at some point selling artwork, getting sponsors, uh, making a living, uh, not being homeless, avoiding homelessness. Uh, You want to follow along with my mental health journey of depression anxiety, mania, and everything in between, Uh, you want to know how hot it is, what the weather's like, (laughs) you want to know all the nitty-gritty details about me, this is the episode you would do that. And you might be surprised. My attitude right now is not necessarily what my attitude's been like the past week or two. I've been pretty depressed. Uh, You know, it's been hot. It's been humid this time of year. It's supposed to be cooling off. But uh, because the world, the globe that we all reside on, is slowly going to hell, uh, it is uh, just a never ending summer. Thankfully, the humidity, you know, just increased to the point where we finally got rain. For those that don't know, I live in a desert in the palm springs area southern california uh the summer has been a consistent 115 degrees pretty much every day uh you know you go outside at midnight and it might be 90 degrees outside there's nothing more depressing than going outside when it's completely dark nighttime and it's still being really hot uh you just kind of would expect it i mean it definitely cools down from the 115 degree daytime but uh, that heat just soaks right up into everything and just doesn't dissipate enough and it's just miserable you have the air conditioning running nonstop, uh, and it's uh, thankfully it rained though the humidity was worth something we got some rain I thought it was just going to be a little bit of a sprinkle uh, it became slightly more I mean it actually rained 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 but only for like an hour you know, it was it was enough rain to like wash everything off, and then it kind of stopped, and now it's just hot and humid. Uh, but at least there was a slight break. You know, the temperature didn't get quite over a hundred, just super humid and like in the 80s and 90s, uh, which I guess is okay. I don't know. I'm ready for cooler weather. Like I am preparing for this show. I'm preparing for October. I want to do a lot of horror movie related reviews and things, uh, top fives and movie reviews and all that stuff. So I've been prepping for October and in that hoping for cooler days where I can just open up the sliding glass door and just have the screen closed and get actual fresh air. You know, I'm I'm ready for – we usually get a week or two where it's actually cold, where you have to put blankets on, and I can wear a hoodie, and I can, like, get comfy. Like, I, I prefer that weather, right? I prefer colder weather. I would much rather not live in the desert, uh, but I am here out of necessity for survival in a, a crazy turn of events. Uh, but I am planning for October, so what my plan is, right, because I lo- – you know, I – Getting older, I've worked in, like, retail environments. I worked at Costco for, like, 13 years. I've worked at a movie theater. So it's, like, holidays in general, especially, like, the quote-unquote Christian holidays, I'm pretty over. I have gotten better with the, the Christmas holidays. My birthday is right before Christmas. So I've never really – I've always – growing up, I've always had to share my birthday with Jesus Right. Because I always got those. Here's your birthday slash Christmas gift. Right. Where everybody else got separate gifts for that shit. Uh, So I've always and then working at a movie theater. Christmas is like the busiest day of the year. Uh, Leading up to Christmas, working at Costco or any kind of retail situation, human beings are literally the worst people ever. Uh, leading up to those days because they're shopping for people they don't really care about. They're really, they treat you like shit. It is not a time of, of cheer for people that work in those places, especially like Black Friday and all that. People are horrible. People are disgusting humans when it comes to going shopping before the holidays. Uh, so now that I've been separated from that for a few years now, I've started warming up to the whole Christmas thing again. Thanksgiving's bullshit like I don't I have no desire to uh, an overrated meal turkey is like what like I don't know Thanksgiving's whatever I kind of enjoy Christmas Christmas movies I like getting back into that right now that I'm detached from it I don't have to deal with the horrible people anymore Uh, but my favorite is Halloween even though I don't dress up I enjoy Halloween it's like one it like it Scares a lot of ultra religious people, which I appreciate. You know, they think it's satanic, uh, or they, you know, they they, it's not Christian. It's like one of the few holidays that's not based on, like, well, really, most Christian holidays are pagan holidays that they just stole. You know, Christmas isn't the actual birth date of Jesus, they just it's just a convenient time for them to steal. Uh, a pagan holiday. Same thing with Easter. Most Christian holidays are just pagan holidays rebranded for Jesus. Uh, But Halloween is not. I also have, you know, gotten back into horror movies. I have found my appreciation for horror movies again. I've kind of started filling in a lot of blind spots. There's a lot of you know, classic horror films that I haven't seen that I've started to watch. Uh, And October is a great month to really fill that out in the month. So my plan for October, obviously movie reviews. So I do movie reviews three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, movie reviews. The idea is I've been doing a lot of Indian films, so I'm going to be watching Indian horror films which I have a list of a bunch of them that are available through various streaming platforms like Netflix and Amazon. Uh, So Fridays, I'm going to be doing horror films from India. Wednesday will be classic horror films, I'm hoping, is the idea, which generally Wednesdays are for franchises. And I don't know of a horror franchise that... Is available where all the movies are available, but also only like four weeks, like four installments long that I haven't already done. So for the for October, Wednesdays will be classic horror, which, you know, is just anything from like the 80s, just something that I haven't seen. That's like something I should have watched, you know, or maybe haven't watched, but I'd like to watch. Friday's Indian horror, Wednesday's classic horror, and then Monday will be a whatever new horror movies come out streaming or available for streaming uh, more modern day horror movies. So that's those are the movie reviews that I'll be doing. And then on Sunday, I do a show top five, which I rank movies either by a director or an actor or a genre. Uh, So I have different kind of categories that I want to do. I'd like to do a top five based on a a subgenre of of horror, right? So, like, zombie movies or vampire movies. I don't really know the genre yet, but I want to do a genre-based top five. I want to do a classic horror director top five. Uh, And then, like, a Wes Craven or something like that. Uh, I want to do a top five of a, a franchise a horror franchise. And then I want to do a top 5 of a like a what is that called when they do uh small installments like a like a kind of like a Black Mirror or a, a Twilight Zone anthology. Uh so I want to do a top 5 of an anthology and maybe it'll be Black Mirror, maybe it'll be like Room 105 You know, one of those anthology shows where each episode is a different story, but like horror themed. So that will be one of the top five. So each my idea, we'll see how well this pans out. Uh, Each Sunday will be a different top five based on those different things. Uh, And then, of course, swipe up will be just whatever current events are happening. Raise days will just be whatever I'm doing. Um, that's gonna be October that's what to look forward to so I'm excited it's what I'm looking forward to October hopefully cooler weather and also watching a bunch of horror movies which hopefully there will be they will be available and everything will go good Uh, but yeah other than that you know I'm just still hoping for you know still doing all the same stuff because I've been pretty depressed this past week like all of that extra stuff that I was all manic about and doing all this. Ooh, I experimenting with new angles while I paint and all that stuff. I didn't do any live streaming on TikTok. I was like, I don't feel like it. Like, I did the live streaming on YouTube. That always happens because that's just, you know, I'm, I do the paintings regardless. You're not seeing me. I just didn't feel like being on camera while I painted. So I got rid of the, the TikTok one. Um, which also means that I didn't have to edit a bunch of videos, extra videos. Uh, But I'm still experimenting with videos, still doing that stuff, new videos, how-to videos, all of those things, still, like, hoping that I get traction. It's just depressing, you know, doing things, and it just... It feels like I'm just throwing things into a void, and I've been doing this for... A decade making content, podcasting, YouTube videos, artwork. And it's just like it seems like things are about to I'm something's about to start getting traction. And then like it just dies off. Every time it's just like things will go. It's like the the progression of things is like, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Finally, finally, things are catching on. And then it just like, you know, steady, steady climb maybe a a really fast climb and then just a complete drop off and then back to normal right like the algorithms for YouTube and social media realize that I'm getting too much audience let's let's rein that back let's start them back from square one I, I feel like I'm constantly starting from square one which is depressing depressing you know and then I see like other artists post things which I agree with that are like hey uh support your friends who are artists you may not be able to afford their artwork but you can always share their content you can always ask if they have prints available like there's a lot of ways that you can support and I'm not asking you to support me to support my art But there's a lot of artists out there that you can do. And it's like, I see that. I retweet stuff like that. You know, I'm all about that. I've supported artists that I like over the years. Sometimes artists support me and buy stuff. But it's just so depressing knowing all of the people that I've known in my life and met in my life and people that I've considered friends really don't do anything to support me on my journey. A few do. Don't get me wrong. There are some special people in my life. Every once in a while they'll, they'll share a post. Right? There's a painting. Oh, this is cool. Check it out. Or, of course, my friend that allows me to live in her garage for very little money is, you know, I would be dead without that type of help. So there's definitely a few people in my life that actually care and have actually tried to help, but the vast majority of people I've known and considered friends and have done tons of stuff for, not in anticipation of them returning that favor, but it is depressing as fuck that the vast majority of them do absolutely nothing to support me whatsoever. No likes, no retweets, no, hey, like sometimes they'll be like, hey, I want, I want a painting. Okay, let me know. Hey, I'll give you a painting. Oh, nothing. This is like I can't even give artwork away sometimes, which is probably the most depressing thing, which is something that I I have just completely stopped Because there's nothing more depressing than offering to give somebody free artwork and to not get a response as to what they would like. There is absolutely nothing more depressing than that, to not even be able to give away artwork. Take a little break from the Ray Taylor Show to promote my live art streams. That's right. I am an artist as well as a podcaster. And I paint live every Thursday at 420 Pacific Time. Head on over the best place ever for streaming, YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. That's right. Every Thursday at 420, you can watch me paint the many faces. Every week, I paint seven new faces of abstract portraits ink on paper and you can watch that happen you can hang out with me while i listen to a classic episode from one of my favorite podcasts head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and check it out say hi let's hang out let's have some fun and let's paint some faces now let's get back to the show but yeah it's like it sucks because this year has been probably the worst i've done financially with my artwork as far as sales as far as you know traffic just it really feels like nobody gives a fuck and it's depressing man it's it's depressing to like see that like oh man nothing nobody's buying anything at all and i have more things available like i actually have prints available for the first time and shirts nothing people are like oh that's cool but like there's no hey i'd like to financially support i have inspired disorder plus where it's like hey would you consider would you would it would you feel good about donating $5 a month to an artist that you want to support $5 a month is not much less than a price of a cup of coffee at starbucks right $5 A lot of people would probably say, yeah, but the reality is they don't. Inspire Disorder Plus, people can go, and for $5 a month or $50 for the year, you get access to all of the old podcasts that I've ever done, like 10 different podcasts, hundreds of podcast episodes, you also get access to, like, special deals. So if you do want to collect my artwork, you get discounts on stuff. Like, you get benefits for the $5 a month or $50 a year. So it's not like you're just donating $5. There's something. You get something for that. You get to if watch this show, binge the full week ad-free for $5 a month. But that's not even, right? People will subscribe to, like buy mail like like subscription services to get dog toys delivered to them for for far more for like garbage that they never use but the thought of donating five dollars to an artist to support just doesn't like that's not something they're willing to to do which is you know whatever you know to each their own Right. Uh, I mean, the mentality in America is pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. Which I'm trying to do. You know, I've sacrificed everything. I've sacrificed having a life to try and build this thing. To try and succeed at doing these things. Sacrificed everything. I could have lived a normal life. Working a job, had a condo, 401k, had a car. All had, you know, I had the normal life, which I hated. I absolutely hated it. It sucked. Didn't feel welcome in that life. So I gave up that life to pursue these things, to follow my passions, to get better, to learn, to grow as an artist, as a producer. And. It's something where you would think, you know, watching movies really, like, leads you to believe people are a lot more passionate about helping than they they really are in real life. Like, they would much rather help strangers than somebody they know. Uh, And it's just really depressing. And part of being depressed is me thinking back and reflecting on all those people that I've known in my entire life uh, that really just don't... Really don't a couple do, so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the few, but the many it's just depressing it's just it's sad, it's sad and it's a bummer, but whatever, whatever uh, so let's finish this off i I have there there's a long comment somebody left on the Elvis video, which you know I'm not going to do it's not the one it's a really long comment and I you know the first part of it was like you know they made a valid point I- about criticism about uh, my Elvis video actually let's let's just do it real quick All right I'll go through it uh, so their first point is I made a comment that Elvis stole music okay. Maybe Elvis didn't steal music. Maybe the artists, the black artists that originally wrote the songs that Elvis did were fairly compensated. Maybe they were fairly compensated and accurately and and fairly paid for their work. However, the history of music in America is that black artists were regularly and routinely stolen from and not fairly compensated. Maybe Elvis is the exception to that rule. Maybe. So I'll give you that. Maybe he didn't steal music. But chances are there was probably a lot of black artists that had their music stolen or were not fairly compensated. They were compensated at a rate that was far lower than what a white musician may have been compensated. So whatever. Uh, They were angry that I was upset with the fat suit that... uh, That Tom Hanks wore. Because they clearly the rest of these arguments, they weren't really paying attention. My issue with fat suits in movies is when you have a character that's wearing a fat suit for the entire movie. And they could have just cast an overweight actor or actress. But instead they cast a thin person and put them in a fat suit for the entire movie. Right. Like they did Tom Hanks and Elvis. What I don't have a problem with is when a character changes their body type through the course of the movie. Right. So if there's an actor that gains weight or loses weight dramatically, I'm okay with them using a fat suit in that instance, because not every actor is going to be willing to put their body through a big change like that. Which, in the case of Elvis, they did two things that I don't like. With Elvis, they didn't give him a fat suit when his character was supposed to be fat. They just didn't. But they had no problem giving Tom Hanks a fat suit for the entire movie. right? So if you're going to be doing the fat suit thing, at least make sure the main character who is going through Actual physical changes through their life as you're telling the story. Maybe represent them with the fat suit as well. My issue was they used the entire fat suit budget on Tom Hanks and didn't. So this person wasn't paying attention. They just got mad. It's like, you're not making any sense. I make sense. You're just not paying attention. Uh, They're also, which I think they're talking about, they grew up in the South and they're talking about how artists were regularly arrested uh, how Elvis was arrested for his White Christmas version of White Christmas, and again, they're not understanding what my point was. My point was in the Elvis review is that Bos Lerman, it seemed, was trying to compare what happened in the South, where people were actually being arrested for what they were doing and saying. Right, their First Amendment rights were being violated by the police. Bos Lerman was trying to compare that to cancel culture is what happens today. And in my opinion, cancel culture is not a violation of somebody's First Amendment rights being kicked off of YouTube or Twitter is not a violation of your First Amendment rights because those are private companies and they have contracts when you sign up and they have community guidelines. And if you violate those community guidelines, they have every right to boot you off of this, their service. Right. People today who are quote-unquote canceled are not being arrested by the police. It is not a protection from the government, right? It is not a violation of the government arresting you, taking away your freedom because of what you said. That's what cancel culture is not. Cancel culture is not a violation of your First Amendment rights. Versus what I said, what was happening back then, was actually a violation of their First Amendment rights. But this person was just so angry at me in general and wanting to prove me wrong that their following arguments are all bullshit right like yes i agree i know what happened in the south uh people's first amendment rights were being violated because of fundamentalist christians and white supremacists yeah i get it but my specific issue was with boz lerman comparing that with cancel culture which it felt like he was doing when the paper in the movie said elvis canceled Right. Because he's trying to because cancel culture is a popular term that right wing people like to use and and equate that to being a violation of First Amendment rights, which it is not. Uh, and then he has a problem with the fact that I at no time felt the movie like I at no time connected with characters and felt. So he's mad that my opinion of the movie, my personal feelings are wrong. Because when he went and saw a movie, some old lady that was clearly a fan of Elvis walked out of the screen crying. And because some people have emotional reactions to Elvis, my personal reaction to Elvis is wrong. So that's just a dumb argument. Art is subjective. Because I don't have the same emotional reaction to a piece of art doesn't mean my emotional reaction is wrong is wrong it means that that art did not connect with me in the same way it connected with a woman who is probably a fan of elvis and when she saw the live footage of fat elvis singing she got emotional because this person that she worshipped is actually dead it's reminding her of that but for me the movie skated over a lot of stuff it didn't make me care i did not care in the same ways that bohemian rhapsody I did not get emotional over you know over Freddie Mercury's death right I think that movie skated over every it suffers from the same thing all musical biopics do right it's just like okay it's just he's mad at my subjective opinion so whatever Uh, and he said he listened to the whole review but it's obvious you knew little about Elvis's musical history before you saw the movie which I don't I was reviewing the movie I mentioned that in the review that I know this is a musical biopic and I know it's not actual historical fact and there's prob there's a lot of things that aren't true and I like I made those cases I told in my review that this is a this is a my reaction to what Boz Lerman put on the screen from this is my reaction to that so anyway this person was just angry that's my that's my rant on that I that fucked me up when i saw that i was like dude you like okay the first thing oh let's just let's just assume elvis was the only white artist that stole music from black people that actually financially compensated them fairly my guess is not i don't care how many famous black people come to the defense of elvis i guarantee you knowing what the music industry was like back then They used laws like there probably were a lot of black people that didn't get compensated because they didn't they didn't uh, properly copyright their work. Right. They just. uh, And the people that were compensated weren't fairly compensated compared to white artists. And to to say that that's not true is then you don't know. You don't know anything about musical history. Uh anyway, so that's that comment. Whatever. Elvis. It was it was a whatever movie. Like the fact that the dude took he wrote like five paragraphs to try and chop down my review is ridiculous. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the many faces. That's right. I am also an artist. I do ink paintings on paper of abstract faces. A new face, a new painting gets released every single day over at inspireddisorder.com. So head on over to my website to purchase original artwork directly from the artist. Also, there are prints available for select images. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com, buy original art, buy prints if that's your jam if you want 8x10 prints on high quality paper also if you're looking to wear some art there are shirts available with original artwork by myself select faces from the many faces are also available in t-shirt form you go to inspiredisorder.com. you buy original artwork you buy prints you buy shirts you're supporting an artist directly and if you're the type of person that likes to invest in nfts there are also nfts available for select faces go to inspired now and now let's get back to the show uh so moving on uh th- here's some positive reviews man you're great doing movies and art at the same time is mind-boggling to me just a suggestion You should think about making a different channel for your art and cinema content because as an audience, it feels very out of place uh, edit. uh, And that's why YouTube algorithms not recommending you in any particular genre. I agree. Sadly, uh, it's taken me many years to get to the point where I can monetize my YouTube page. So... To start brand new, trying to build an audience with just one part, it probably would take a lot longer. Eventually, I'd like to do it. Plus, I have so many videos. Like, I have thousands of videos in both, and I can't just migrate those over to another page. So I'm at a place where it's, it's kind of easier said than done to separate the, my, my YouTube page I do have a separate clips page, but even my clips page is movies and art. So it's probably you're probably right. And I, you know, I mentioned that he's probably right, but thank you for watching. I appreciate that. And then uh it's actually from the same guy. Man, why do you have so less views than other videos? This was clearly left before that last one. Uh your videos are great and comparable to big reviewers. Maybe YouTube algorithms need to sort it out. Uh yeah. I mean Here's the thing. All my SEO is still the SEO. Like the fact that I I can have a diverse range of content on a YouTube page, you know, it's just the playlists are the thing. The videos have the like everything has the proper SEO. You know, I should be able to have diverse content on a YouTube page and for it not to have like, you know, these are all things I'm creating. They're all creative endeavors. I don't know. You're probably right. But we'll see. It's always easier said than done, you know, and maybe it probably would. It probably would help. I mean, I have separate accounts for all my social media. So, I, you know, if I'd I wish I had thought about that even a year ago, two years ago, it would have been a smart thing to do. But it is what it is. And, uh, you know, views, things are getting better. Things are growing. So I think it's slowly getting there. Not as fast as I'd like. But anyway, so those are the comments. You can leave comments on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash disorder. Uh, you can also leave comments on social media on any of the episodes I post, any of the clips I post. And I will read those on this show, on this episode of Raised Days. Uh, and uh, I won't shout out your name, but people can go research, do the research if they want and find out uh, who those people are. Uh, but yeah, that's my week. I hope everybody's having a great week. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace.